queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. We're back! Oh my god. Oh, it's been a couple weeks. Hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving. Jolie, I'm glad you survived a double football duty. In the rain. In the rain. And yeah, and it's like uh, one of the pictures that she sent us, ladies and gentlemen, she was a hot mess. So I, I, I saw that and I had even more respect for the uh, for the stadium workers who worked outside, outside, it's like absolutely crazy. But oh my god, how are you, ladies? I'm good, tired but good. Still, rec- I'm still in recovery mode from those games. What people don't realize is, stadium workers that work outside, we deal with all the elements. So I was soaked all the way through, and by the time I got back to my car, um, I was so soaked that. I had to literally strip down to my boxers and my bra to get in my car. And everything was thrown in the trunk because that's how soaking wet I was. And luckily, by the time I got home, everything was not raining anymore. So I was able to just put all the wet clothes in the washer and I was going to wash them in the morning, hung up my my coat upstairs in the bathroom. Uh... We deal with a lot of bullshit, so I love my staff workers. Um, I love my my event staff on the east side of uh, Lincoln Financial Field. We get to work Christmas and New Year's Eve again, so yay. Yeah. Kayla? How you been, girl? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I mean, I started the new job. Um, For those who don't know, I work at, well, it's technically part of BMW slash Volkswagen. Um, It's like a little plant um on around the area called plasma and i'll work first shift seven to three so i'm off by three o'clock every day which is a good thing um doing pretty good with it um actually work actually worked my full full saturday yesterday um because no was it the first saturday funny thing the first saturday i worked they had too many people and they had to send people home so trigo the quality inspector company that i work for they're like hey Go home. That was at eight ten. So I literally worked an hour and ten minutes that day. Um, <laughs> and then the following week was Christmas. Oh, no, excuse me, not Christmas. Thanksgiving. So I went in. I didn't. We worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for Thanksgiving. So I didn't work that Saturday. And then the Saturday bef- uh, before yesterday, 
we went in, the line went down, and then we were going back. Um, they sent us to lunch at 11, and we came back at 11.30 and told us to go home because the line wasn't going to start back up until 3 o'clock by the time we got off. Damn. So, so, um, so I went in yesterday, and I literally got my whole eight hours. So I was, you know, happy with it, you know. Because Saturdays we get to listen, we get to hear it, we get to play music. We get to have our earbuds in and play music. So that was pretty fun. You basically just had random people, everyone on the line, just singing and dancing and doing their job, and you don't know what the heck they're like. Lo- uh, especially the ones that didn't sing, that were just dancing, and you just knew that they were dancing, but you had no idea what they were dancing to. So it's kind of funny. And another little funny thing, one of the ladies, she was listening to Christmas music. She was sitting there um, singing, Santa's coming to town. And I said, oh, listen to Christmas music. And she says, well, do you have a playlist on your phone? And I said, yeah, I got one on there with some of my favorites. Or just, you know, random. She says, no, don't go to your random. Go to Siri, select a Christmas song, and select a playlist. And whatever song pops up, I want you to sing it out loud. And uh, I'm like, what? So we were just having fun with it. So I was sitting there scanning. So I went on, didn't go to my playlist. I went on there and selected it out of the music library and yeah. hit shuffle. And the song that came up was, I was sitting there, I started snickering. I said, you got to be kidding me. And she's like, you got to sing it. So I was over there going, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I said, out of all the songs that she could have brought up, she brought that one up. I just oh died laughing. Oh my gosh. Wow. It, it, it could have been worse. What? It could have been Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh my God. That is so hilarious. Oh, wow. Man. All right, well, during the two weeks off, we kept a little busy on Twitter and everything. And then, of course, uh, we got to do a shout-out to our friend Marcus from Wilderly Podcast, who sent us a list of his favorite episodes. And so I tweeted those out. So thank you to Marcus. And then also, this is news to you ladies, but he had something he wanted me to share online about why he loves the show so much. Because literally, this guy's like, he he text he sent me a DM yesterday saying like I can't wait for Tuesday because my lunches on Tuesdays are boring without y'all. Oh, yeah. So he says that he wanted me to read this on the air. I love the fact that this is an all women show and the fact that women can also have the smart intelligence of being a wrestling junkie like the guys do. I love your obsession with Texas. That be me. I love your obsession with Texas, especially Houston, because that's our city. I love Kayla's passion for her, of her favorites, like uh, like Chris, Cross, uh, Scarlet, Orange, Finn, and Cody. I love when Jester shit talks, LOL, especially when she calls out someone from a crazy tweet and purposely says their name wrong, LOL. Y'all keep up the <laughs> fantastic work. Yeah, it's like she don't give a fuck. She's just on that rant. Like, yeah, whatever the fuck your name is, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, I have a rant today. Ooh. All right. So we got a whole yeah, and so it's like we haven't recorded for a couple weeks. So y'all gotta bear with us. We're catching up a little bit and just kind of keeping stuff fresh. But um I got I know each of the ladies have something that they want to say, get off their chest and everything. Um so Jolie, I I think you said something about a PSA. Okay, well, it's actually more of bringing attention to. This is nothing wrestling related. This is actually something that um, I love more than anything in the world. So this weekend, coming up on 
December 16th, and I will send the link to K- uh, to Kat so she can put it out there. One of my favorite streamers uh, on YouTube um, is Dr. Lupo. This weekend is BAC, Build Against Cancer. He's going to be streaming live from St. Jude's Hospital for over 24 hours nice. to raise money. So you can find him at Dr. Lupo on YouTube, and he's at, at Dr. Lupo on Twitter, because fuck X. So if you guys are in the holiday spirit and you want to give and you want to donate to an actual worthy cause other than Salvation Army, because I am very anti-Salvation Army, but that's because they're homophobic, bigoted assholes. And the money that you give in those buckets doesn't always go to charity. It goes to their pockets. Um, So if you want to donate to, to helping kids with cancer, and if you listen to it, like, get on. And he's got some great people from the streaming world. Um, the people that like I've come to respect, uh, there's a gentleman named pool shark who is a veteran, um, darkness, four, two, nine action, Jackson, all these great streamers that are very family friendly. Yes, they do cuss. That's one of the reasons why I love them, but they, (laughs) the fact that they are so wanting to help these kids and he's raised millions of dollars for St. Jude. So if you Watch the stream next Saturday. It's, I don't know the time. Like I said, I will send the link, uh, the Twitter link to Cat to put on our channel. Give it a give it a watch. If you want to donate a dollar, want to donate five dollars, help make a kid smile. And that's my PSA. Awesome! Thank you so much. And it's like I definitely second that a thousand percent, especially since a uh, lady I. Lady I um, used to work with, she lost her daughter uh, a few months ago, um, who was battling leukemia, like back and forth, 15 years old. And and so it's just like, and I, I mean, I keep up with her on Facebook and she's still like suffering to this day. So that is, yes, de- definitely send me that link and I will definitely get it out for sure. All right. So... Kayla, speaking of uh, one of your favorites, I'm, I I know you're not happy about something, so floor is yours. Um, I try not to make this podcast a rant as much as I used to, because, you know, I feel like when I rant, it don't do anything about it. Um, But I'm just going to s- say this. I don't know exactly what is going on carrying cross and he's on the show promoting people doing st- uh, promos and stuff left and right shows up loses the matches disappears since august and then comes back in a match where uh, get me wrong get me wrong i'm glad he got the opportunity to be in the tournament for a number to be considered a number one contender however the guy did not stand a chance because one, you're going up against Bobby Lashley. Two, it's Tribute of the Truce. Three, Lashley happens to be an army vet. Nothing against Bobby. I appreciate him for serving in the country. Um, you know, everything he's done for the country as far as the army. And I appreciate that. Nothing against the army or Tribute of the Troops. I'm glad it was live. But we already knew when that match was made that he didn't stand a chance. And... um. How was this going to take him now? Are we not going to see him anymore on TV? I'm just getting frustrated. 
Um, I know sources are saying trust the process. You know, something's good's going to happen. Yes, obviously, how Cross does do when it comes to facing people, he has a behold on what continues with them. Um, look what happened to Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, did not, you know, lost his honor. Drew McIntyre has honestly lost his dignity. Um, AJ lost a big title match against Seth Rollins. Um, you know, so forth. The story goes on. Everybody he's faced, yes, has an impact of what continues for their future. But Cross honestly is so great. And um, I'm just tired of him losing matches. As a fan, I'm tired of losing matches. I understand that our favorites are not going to always win their matches. I understand that. But honestly, I feel like he's on this losing streak of what Kurt Hawkins used to be a while back. Um, and I don't want to see that. Um, honestly, I don't know what's next. And, you know, I joke around that a lot of stuff is going to happen before Cross even gets a main, even get a title. I don't care if the dude is never WWE champion, world heavyweight champion. I don't care. I would just like to see him have a good run with Intercontinental or United States, something. But I don't know if they're never going to give him that shot, and that's what scares me. Um, but normally, you know... Twitter or X, whatever you call it these days, would be filled up of but nothing but negative feed and stuff about Cross. But after Friday, every tweet I saw on Twitter was literally people pissed off of what happened with Cross. I mean, people were in tears. People were upset. Yes, Kat, I did see yours say do better. I mean, I understand you wanted to bring him back and push, but bring him back against Bobby Lashley? We knew that wasn't going to go well. Um, I mean, just as a fan, I'm just getting frustrated. Um, I just don't know what they're doing with him, what they're going to do with him. And, you know, I've said this multiple times, as much as I love him being back in WWE, he stated multiple times he loves being back in WWE. It's his home, you know, and he loves being part of the people. He loves part of, you know, just different things, but the guy deserves to win sometime. He really do. And I guess it's just frustrating. You you see him like gone for like ever. And then he comes back only to lose again. Now that he lost against Bobby, we know what's going to happen. Bobby's not going to get past Santos Escobar, which is obviously probably what the next prediction is. So, um, but that's just a little something sad. I just, and also I just never really thought that I would see the crowd in Twitter and social media and the wrestling community behind has always felt like it was like me and three other people out there complaining on Twitter. And I had everybody. It wasn't just me. It was like the, it, I felt like the random cross people just pop random cross fans just popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating. Well, I, I found his, um his tweet to be very um interesting. That he just put out, I guess, yesterday. A river cuts through rock not because of its power, but because of its persistence. If we cut through that rock, and we will, we're going to split the earth in half. The dude has a plan. And he knows know. that he knows the fan base is frustrated. And he, he gets it, but the man would not have come back if there was not a plan in place. That's the one thing I've learned about Karrion Cross. 
Yeah. Is that he is a very persistent person. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what he does. And I don't yeah. think that his, his issues with AJ Styles are done either. Might not be, no. Because that's still his top pin on his Twitter feed. <laughs> so you would think that maybe if something if it was Bobby Lashley, that's who his next target was. So I do think that there's still something that's going to happen with him and AJ once AJ is 100% clear to come back, which I thought he was supposed to come back. I don't know. I have not watched wrestling in a long ass time oh. live. Um, but I do have one more thing to say that is non wrestling related. Please vote for Lane Johnson for Walton Payton Manning of the Year. The man has done such great work with men's mental health awareness that is not talked about much. He puts out daily affirmational posts. And honestly, he deserves all the flowers after him taking time off to get his mental health in control. I think that happened back in 2020, 2021. Um, he's an inspiration to the Eagles. He's an, an inspiration to everybody. He doesn't donate millions of dollars. He just donates education and wisdom. So please vote for the Philadelphia Eagles, Lane Johnson. Thank you. And one more thing. <sighs> hey, WWE. Just, just a little, hey. Um, I don't care if Karrion Cross has a match on the Royal Rumble. I don't because I would love to, I would like for him to have a match, official match, so I can see his entrance live. But he better be in the Royal Rumble so at least I can see him wrestle in WWE. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> and also Kayla to kind of back uh, to kind of back actually back to what y'all were saying and everything about like fans getting impatient and everything. It's like I guess a little bit can kind of be safe for like Jay Cargill too because it's like everyone mm-hmm. was like saying it's like they showed her on TV all these times and now she it's like oh they're jumping the, they're dropping the ball with her and it's like she's even came out like saying like I'm trying to create a diamond. It's like I understand the brand frustration, but just like be patient, be patient. Oh, yeah, and to, to be fair, she she legitimately said. She is learning the proper way, which I found extremely hilarious and questionable at the same time because it was she was training at Cody's school for a while. So I don't know if once he left, if they pulled her out of the Nightmare Academy because it doesn't have have the ties to AEW anymore. So. I I don't know what they're doing down there um in Jacksonville. Um so yeah, I I I don't know. I don't know either. But because it's like Jay Cargill said and I quote, I've never been a part of something so professional before. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to AEW later. <laughs> okay. We'll get to AEW later. Because there's one topic I know the three of us have been dying to get to especially since we've been on break and everything so last show we had we did we, it was survivor series predictions because we couldn't record for two weeks uh due to various things we've already we're not going to go into it but either way so the end at the end of survivor series was the return that people have been rumored 
that that rumors were swirling about forever. When CM Punk showed back up in Chicago, you've seen him on Raw, you've seen him on SmackDown. Hell, he showed up at Deadline last night and everything. So he is making his presence known. Um, Twitter, uh, social media has been ridiculous about his return and everything, kind of monopolizing it a little bit too. Um, you've had set, he's already starting a little bit of a hint of a feud with that we know it's going to happen with Seth eventually, especially with that promo from Friday night. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, Kayla, let me start with you. Uh, so, ha- I mean, so let's talk about like uh, Punk's effect on the WWE since he's been back. What's your thoughts on it? I mean, I honestly knew it was going to happen because, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, okay, I thought I was muted there for a minute. That's why I just stopped for a minute. Um, you know, a lot of people was just like, everyone eventually ends up going home, you know, and everyone's calling WWE home, you know, I'm, I knew it was going to happen. Did I want it to happen? No, I didn't, but um, I guess in a way, I just like how he's been doing his promos and stuff, how he's just basically calling out people differently. Um, I like the fact that he don't like to um, talk to people or deal with people that punch people in the face, talking about Kevin Owens, you know, just different things. Um, How he's doing it is different. I mean, I don't know how to really say. I mean, I knew what's going to happen. If he wants to come back to WWE and finish it out there, let more power to him. Um, I just hope this leads up to maybe possibly getting an AJ Lee in the Rumble. Um, but as far as him being back, as long as he behaves and does, you know, does the right thing and he don't get pushed over before anybody else, really, because um, at first you think the whole thing with Seth was legit um it turns out it's honestly part of storyline Seth wanted it so I mean we're you know we're obviously gonna get that match and there's probably gonna be a lot more we're gonna get um I'm kind of intrigued to see how they push the whole Cody finish the story and they want CM Punk to finish the story which in my opinion um if it does end up facing Seth Seth don't need it that picture does not need a title I believe um but I don't know. Like they always say, everyone comes home eventually. So, and there's a few others out there that hasn't came home yet that I'm still holding my breath, and I do hope they do come home. Yeah, I mean that. Um, I mean, I know that his first uh, promo on Raw got cut, but he said, "I'm home," and I was like, "Going." I think the three of us. I think the three of us were on the group text messages, like, "Going, huh? Did he just really say that?" And, and it's it- just. And he said it took him, what, nine years for an old wise man basically to tell him just to clear his head and come back. <laughs> we all know who that wise man is. Right, the original. <laughs> He's the original Paul Heyman guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, but it's like, it, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, maybe I'm just, maybe it's like still in the honeymoon phase and everything. I don't know. It's like me, it seems like he's a little bit more calmer and everything like that, especially last night. I don't know if y'all saw this backstage interview with Cora Jade and he walked up and 
was just like saying like how he was proud of her and stuff like that in April too and everything and it's just like I don't know it's just we'll have to see what happens like it might still be the honeymoon phase and everything but it's just like yeah speaking of CM Punk before Jolie goes on hers how she feels about it um I thought it was like uh Friday obviously I do the watch along for floor slappers but I like the fact that he was backstage you know um talking to Orton and just different things and then this has nothing to do with Punk but where Randy handed them a check and he's like Nick's like um Orton the fine is for fifty thousand dollars. This is for a hundred. He goes, Yeah, uh, that's for next time. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I thought that was absolutely I great. saw that. Like, oh my god. And by the way, I've caught I've caught a couple of those and everything. You and Dango are doing a fantastic job with the watch ones. Thank you. I mean it, it gets it's tricky sometimes, like I said. And um, you know, sometimes those are really hard to do watch on, especially pay-per-views. Um um, I uh, basically did not go to the deadline one. Obviously, I do the Friday Night Smackdown for Floor Slappers. Um, the next one that I plan on doing is World Ends for AEW. Okay. But the reason I'm doing that one is because obviously I won't be able to attend the Royal Rumble one because I will be there live. And I also am planning, just in case you ladies all have not heard, but... I will be attending my first ever, hopefully if everything plans out, I will be attending my first ever AEW pay-per-view. They announced that Revolution is coming to Greensboro, North Carolina in March. Oh, yeah. I was I, I thought about you when I heard about that. And I was like, well, ooh, it's Greensboro. About two and a half, three hours away. And I think mom's intrigued considering it's Sting's last match. So um, we're going, if everything plans out, I'm going to hopefully be going to that. So. Yeah, definitely want to have the day off the next day because considering I get up at five a.m. in the morning every morning, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, de- yeah, definitely. And it's like I've been thinking about since you're actually going to Rumble, I actually might do a live stream from Facebook uh, for Rumble and everything. And so that way, if a crazy return happens, I'm gonna scream and cuss your ass out. <laughs> oh, and the funny thing about that, someone, you know, we have rumor state of who could return. And one of the rumors is, you know, obviously she will not be what her name is now, but a returning Sasha Banks might come back. And and Dan goes, what happened if she does? You know what I said? I told him, I said, it's called Karma Bitch for Cat because she done got the return of Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania and Finn Balor on a SmackDown. So it would be revenge. <laughs> and no, no, no. Think about it. I wouldn't be mad at you no more. If that happened, because I got revenge back on you. Uh, and on that note, Jolly, floor's yours. Love you, cat. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I I've had a lot of time to digest what I thought about Punk and his return, and Punk in general. And I used to be a fan of his back in the day, and I said that he's a very cancerous person. And I went back and I watched his return at. Or whenever he joined, debuted at AEW. And then I watched this return. There was a difference. I, I felt this was more organic. This was more... Like he said on Monday night, he's home. 
And I just feel like this is a different punk than the punk that we had in AEW and the different punk Mm -hmm. that we had when he got basically fired and left back in, God, I forget how long, almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole him being sick and forced to wrestle injured and needing surgery. You know, I don't agree with what Vince, his policy was back then. You know, super happy that we that the wrestlers are going to be off for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That that they announced that Christmas, Christmas uh, Day is going to be a best of, which I think is great. But I... I do think that we will see Punk versus Seth for the title. And I think it's going to main event. So they'll both get the main events. And to the Becky Rhea fans, listen, I get it. I want Becky to main event WrestleMania again too. But I will take Becky kicking off the show so Seth can have his moment. Seth has deserves that moment. Seth has earned that moment. And quite frankly, if Punk keeps up this same attitude and up until WrestleMania, then he's deserved that moment. He's earned that moment. And I will be forever happy for the both of them because this is something that they deserve. This is something that they have earned. And it's going to be a great, great match. And honestly, I see Punk losing and putting over Seth. So that's, I know that's way down the line and that's way too far to predict something, but that's just how I feel because I I feel that they forced titles on him in AEW. um, And then they forced titles off of him, which I didn't agree with. So I just feel like this is more organic and the fact that he's gone to shows he's getting the pops that he deserves and quite frankly the fact that he's a little bit more freer and the fact that not only did they have triple h tweet out a cold day in hell or hell's frozen over and now they have a t-shirt for that i'm not gonna wear it but I mean, at least that's a better shirt than to be the man. You have to be all elite that the put out for Ric Flair. Agreed. That was horrible. Uh, But, you know, I like that they're making, this is the one thing that I actually am liking what they're doing with the feud with Seth and Punk. They're making it personal, but they're keeping it professional. Unlike what happened with AEW. Everything was just personal over there. And again, we don't know who punched who. The dog got punched. The dog got bit. Leave Larry alone. That's all I have to say. Um, And as much as these ladies would love AJ Lee to return in ring, the only thing I want from AJ Lee is a Hall of Fame. That's all I want from her because she's given everything. And I don't know if her body can actually take it. I don't know if she's physically able to. And I don't want to risk anything because I love AJ that much. So if I get AJ Lee in the Hall of Fame, that's all that matters to me. And maybe a managerial spot here or there. I wouldn't mind. 
I yeah, would, if, it's good. No, I was just like saying with Punk being back in WWE, AJ Lee for the Hall of Fame seems more likely now. Oh, 100%. And like I said, like, I'm trying to think, like, what female could use her as talking point? Like, you know, listen, I love Shayna, but I think she'd be an amazing manager for Shayna. And then, and then Kayla would get the best of both worlds since yeah. she's, since she's a Shayna girl. For real. All right. So, okay. So since Punk's been back, of course, the obviously hints with him and Seth down the line and everything, but it's like, okay. So Jolie, like if you had to pick like three matchups for the next year for Punk, what would, who would they be? All right. I'm taking, we're taking Seth and Punk off the board. Um, let's see. Seth versus, or not Seth, um, Punk versus The Miz. Okay. Punk versus Shinsuke. Ooh. And I'm going to steal somebody from NXT. Well, who's possibly coming up to main roster soon, but, um, Punk versus Mello. Okay. All right. Kayla? You know, obviously CM Punk versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I don't know, just for bring run it back some. Let's put a wait. Did, who did we say was off the table? Seth. Seth. Okay. I was just making sure it was nobody else. I think that's what I thought was just Seth. Um, how about CM Punk? Run it back to CM Punk. Basically, GTS versus RKO. <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. Obviously, we might want to see a CM Punk versus Kevin Owens would be a good one. Um, just to make the history, obviously, we know where the match would go. Or knowing Punk, the way his attitude is now, he might put him over. I wouldn't mind. Um, maybe possibly if they do a cross switch, maybe do CM Punk versus Karrion Cross. I think that'd be a good one. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different. Yeah. You know, and obviously what Julia said about if he's coming up mellow, that'd be a good one. Heck, even if you want to do another NXT, maybe Trick Williams, you know, somebody, or even just if it was just NXT. I mean, there's a lot of people down there that would be phenomenal to see go up against them because, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's like, other, yeah, other than other than Seth and everything, it's like, especially after, like, what he said in the ring and backstage, it's like, K, him and KO, I'm down for that. We definitely need an old school one. Randy's good. And then, of course, like, some of the young pups and everything. Uh, just him and the Miz in the ring alone talking, that, that'd be enough for me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's just like, it, it's. In, I, I do see a different sight, a, a light. Um, I do see punk in a different light right now like i said it might still be the honeymoon phase we'll see how it goes down the line and hopefully he can just keep things contained okay so speaking of nxt we have to celebrate it is a glorious thing here in the wrestling industry because last night and hopefully it sticks dragon lee defeated dominic mysterio who was by himself for the north american title at deadline it is a Glorious day that that title is off him. Thank God. And of course, I saw on Twitter, uh, I'm sorry, I saw on YouTube that afterwards, um, 
uh, Dominic was like, where's Judgment Day? Where's Where's Finn? Where's Bobby? Where's... Take his bitch ass home. Oh my god, but it's like, Kayla, glorious day. Yeah, I mean, Dom Dom lost his title. I'm kind of glad he did, but it kind of makes me sad now that Dragon Lee... It, you know, I'm happy for Dragon Lee, but it kind of makes me sad that should have been Wes taking it back, gotten his revenge. Um, oh my god, I know. So, but with that being true, before I jump over back to Dom, Wes, buddy, speedy recovery, you're going to be missed. Um, and, you know, get better, do what you need to do, you know, get yourself 100% built up. And um, I certain somebody put a little crooked tweet out there um, saying, that hopefully when a Wesley does eventually return, he will not be alone, regardless. Hint, hint. So, like I said before, um, which I'm still holding my breath and wanting it to happen, to have not just Wes and Zach back together, I want all four of the Rascals together. That would be a dream right. come true, and it could happen. But anyway, yeah. with that being true, get better, Wes. But Dragon, thank you so much. And also, um, when I found out that Dom had no judgment day, no mommy, nobody helping him, that basically just proved, buddy, you can't win without help. So um, hopefully it does stick where he does need a title. Hopefully this is the final, this is basically showing the final break of how judgment day is eventually going to break down. Um, Because, you know, Obviously, they still run Monday night, but um, the fact that he lost was just great. Do I still hate him? Mm, yeah, it's not going to change. Um, although, but Dom, even though you don't have your title, if you keep that title, Wes is still going to want you. So, yeah. And then if he comes back with backup, you better hope Judgment Day still exists because you're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got, I got, I gotta go off. I gotta go. I, I, I gotta. I, I, I'm going a little ballistic here for a reason and everything. I'm keeping track of the Texans game, and it's like this is like not happening. This can't be happening. It's like this was supposed to be a smash game, but it's like we were already down Tank Dell. Nico Collins got hurt. He's out of the game. The weather is horrible. And the Jets are winning 14 to nothing on the Texans. What the fuck is happening? Texans just got the ball back. Think they got a fumble. So wait, wait, what's I, this? What's this? Um, they're at the nine yard line. First and goal. Okay, hopefully. Let's go. All right. All right. Thank you. I, I I've been going a little ballistic over here, and I'm not trying to go too ballistic over here because I'm still dealing with issues with my arms and hands and but it's just like, ugh. Okay. All right. Thank you for indulging with me. Jolly. Dear Dum Dum. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. Did you get your chicken nuggies? Oh, did you get your chicken nuggies and your chucky milk? Oh, poor baby. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> I guess mommy keeps your balls in her purse, too, huh? Oh, right. Listen, uh, again, it does make me sad seeing uh, no, no hate to Dragon deserves it and all the flowers. But, you know, knowing that Wes probably would have won, it does suck. But Very. but you know what? I'm, I'm actually happy that it's no longer on him. And in all honesty, it doesn't 
it it makes it better because um because it's actual an NXT wrestler that has the title. Now like I, I yep. Don't get me wrong. I love when Becky had the title. I love, you know, when other people were going for the titles down there so it gave more eyes and made everything. But Dom was just a bitch. Just a bitch. And I'm glad his little bitch ass lost his title. And I have a feeling that hopefully they fucking split the titles and give it to two other people because I'm so sick of these. No offense to Finn. I just don't like this whole Mr. Funko Pop and all the shit. And it's just bullshit right now. What's going on? And I think the best part of it is them bringing in truth to, to make fun of everything and all the situation and all that stuff. So I love it. Oh, did y'all see the press? Did y'all see the press conference? Truth, uh, like Triple H was out there. Like, what, can we all talk about the return of the night? Our truth. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh my god. Also, before um, speaking of injuries, uh, hopefully what happened to Charlotte on Saturday, uh, Friday, I'm not serious, have not had any confirmation she was taken off of the house shows this weekend. So if it is an injury that's going to take some time off, I hope her the most speediest recovery in the world. Amen. Amen. And it's like, and, I- and to the assholes that are laughing about this, hey, motherfucker, she's not going to fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I know. It's like, I saw, yeah, I saw, um, yeah, I saw the spill. And it's like her, like, saying it's her knee and everything. Hopefully it's not serious, especially around this time, because we're about to get into Rumble, se- Rumble season, WrestleMania season, everything like that. So hopefully it's nothing serious to keep her out long term. Wesley, I've had back issues. I am so sorry, brother. And hopefully, and hopefully you come back soon. And uh, speaking of back issues, can we all just say real quick how, great randy orton looks mm-hmm. yep it's like it's like unbelievable all right so it's been a couple weeks and um let's see kayla i don't know how your relationship is with this show these days but what's new with aew if you know what do you want to know i mean <laughs> okay uh let's see this content is a classic to this tournament, what is this tournament that they're doing? I want to say I think they're introducing, I'm still kind of confused about it, I think they're introducing another mid-card title for the men. I another think. one? I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could be wrong. Um, Damn. But I think that's what they're doing. I think it's supposed to be, I think that's what it is. Um, okay. Is it really stated? Hold up. Let's see. Um, just as Carnage is ongoing professional wrestling round rob tournament hosted by American Ali. The entire tournament began on episode. I don't know exactly if it's for a new title. It may not okay. be. Um, let's see. I'm trying to bear with me, guys. I'm trying to figure it out because, like I said, they never. Um, yep. The winner will be crowned as the inaugural AEW Continental Champion as well as win the Ring of Honor World Championship. Because Eddie, Eddie's in it. Yep. So that's how that's going to go. So basically another mid-card and they're going to win the Ring of Honor. 
So using which honestly gets me on a ramp because where's your AEW women's division? WWE can literally have Survivor Series war games and somehow manage to have eight, almost ten people, females, on a match card. And when I say ten, you're eight people that was in the match, Dakota that was outside helping damage control, and then you had Rhea Ripley trying to cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase. That's ten. Tony Khan, the most he's ever had has been one, two, five? And only three of them wasn't a fucking triple threat match. I don't get it. And you want to introduce another men? Now you have a TBS champion that don't even really don't want to defend her damn title? When you turn around and the first two champions that had it was out there left and right defending the title? Get your AEW Women's Division together. And it's back. Oh, sorry. Because I want to laugh my ass off when you got the likes of Britt Baker, possibly maybe Jamie Hayter. Eventually, she's going to get fed up Chris Statlander. Just to name a few of your three originals. Even Sheeta at this point come knocking on WWE's door. At least they know there might be backstage promos. Oh, stat, um, Jamie, we want you to get involved with Becky versus Charlotte. You know, build that up. They would get used. Regardless. And they know that. Mm-hmm. And I just, it don't make no sense. And you just want to build with the men. I mean, the A, and I mean, another mid-tired title for them. Um, obviously, probably because he didn't win it from Orange Cassidy. It might be John Muffley going to win. No offense against John, but John don't need a title over there. No. I mean, he's. He mean, if you were to ask me who my top five male wrestlers is over there, John would be in that top five because he always has been. I've supported him from the very start, but John don't need a title. And the only reason John wants to get a title all the time is so he can keep up with Seth and Roman. Nothing against but anyway, <laughs> you know I'm right. Uh, you know, it seems like every time, seems like every time Seth and Roman has a title, Mox is over here. Now I gotta get a title. Exactly. Um, and it's just like, but seriously, it's it's okay. Um, but no, it's I AEW. I do have a love hate relationship with it right now. Um, honestly, I've been catching up with it online. Mm-hmm on social media because obviously with my work hours kind of try to get as bed as early as I can but I'm probably try to start catching up with AEW again on Wednesday um but it's just I don't know AEW does not feel the same anymore it's like it's feel like it's very luckluster yeah um this whole tournament is stupid obviously in my opinion because you want to bring another title in and eventually converse with the ring of honor title which is dumb um I mean, you still got Big Bill and Ricky Starks as your tag team champions. You barely ever see them on TV. Um, you know, we recently got the return of Dan Housen, which is great. He's out there cursing again. I mean, cursing people again, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got Orange Cassidy that finally, you know, 
became the first ever two-time AEW International Champion. He defeated the one person he's never been able to defeat ever in his career. That was Mox to retain his title. I mean, Tony Storm, I love her to death with this whole gimmick stuff she's got going on, but that's another one that really does not need a title. We get it. You've won titles where you, you know, in AEW, but you should have never took it off of Sheeta. You shouldn't even be a three-time women's champion already. You got plenty of originals back there. I should have had it already. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's just a cluster over there, honestly. And um, no offense against the acclaim and Billy Gunn. Trio's titles needs to be dropped to somebody else. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I just feel honestly like if I honestly had the money. Like I said this before, I would buy AEW. I would say I wouldn't be the owner slash women's division. And then I would hire you two and you guys can pick what the heck you want to run and we make it 10 times better. And heck, Jolie over here might even like AEW if she were. <laughs> right. She's well, thinking about that. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, because the first order of business if you owned is uh, firing Sammy Guevara, firing Taya. Firing um, Chris Jericho, firing Ric Flair. Um, sorry, Darby Allen, you're gone too. Hey, hey, uh, no, I'm no. The owner. We're keeping Darby. No. Okay, y'all not arguing about hypothetical shit. Come on. <laughs> Darby stays. <laughs> Darby, be- if Darby stays, then okay, fine. Darby will stay. Sting is gone, and. The acclaimed is gone. Because fuck their scissoring. <laughs> okay. But it's like getting back to the originals and the women's division and everything. And it's like, I and this leads to my next topic, especially with the rumors that jo- Jolie heard and everything. It's like, it is mind boggling when you have a woman who's so over in AEW as Britt Baker tweeting out about how many live promos that MJF has gotten this year to how many she's gotten this year. And the answer she's gotten, if I remember she's saying correctly, is zero. And it's like, Jolie, you said you heard a rumor about like AEW uh, talent getting fined for their tweets? So apparently from what I've read, Daniel Bryan is now the um, in charge of discipline. Okay. And they are now they are now fining people who tweet negatively or uh, you know get off the, their frustrations Maria Canellis tweeted something out last night about I'm pretty sure she was talking about Punk's promo uh-huh. and then it got deleted um, we haven't seen Soraya bitching and moaning or doing anything uh, on on X lately. She's been very quiet. Okay. Andrade's been very quiet. He was very vocal. So if you are being this negative, if you can't vent your frustrations and you're getting fined for it, especially by a fellow wrestler, that I think that's utter bullshit. Daniel Bryan should not be wrestling in that ring and then finding people. If Daniel Bryan wants to be an authoritarian figure, which I find absolutely fucking hilarious, 
since he fought the authority over in WWE, then he he uh, needs to get out of the ring. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Jets just scored a touchdown. Um, so I think that's frustrating. And to go off about what Kayla was saying is like, AEW had the greatest heel of all time in MJF. And now he is a whiny, bitchy face. I don't know what happened, but he is not entertaining. I would rather watch paint drive than listen to him talk. Um, And in all honesty, Tony needs to hire proper people. I think they just fired Kevin Sullivan. Did I read that right, Kayla? One of the writers, one of the like the producers in the back, one of they fired him. And so it's it's been really, really odd what is going on. The women even look at last night with the what was it, the women's iron woman match. Survivor challenge, yeah. And that was amazing. I saw the highlights. It it's just been very interesting to see what is going on in a company that was supposed to be the alternative. And I think the one guy said it correctly. He said, what was the biggest issue with WWE? Vince McMahon was a power snob. He needed all the power. He needed all the control. What's happened to WWE since he's no longer in power? The product's gotten better, hasn't it, ladies? Mm-hmm. So now you have a committee of people run by a trusted person like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and AEW now has the power hungry megalomaniac who needs cocaine to get through his day. And he's ruining the careers in my opinion, of women like Britt Baker, Sheeta, Chris Statlander, um, Jamie Hayter. She, has she come back? She's not back from injury yet, has She's she? Not yet back. She's not back yet. Okay. Um, Jamie Hayter. I hate to say it. She's he's stunting Athena. She's got a title that we don't even see because it's on collision or... The ROH, uh, the, the uh, ROH streaming. Yeah. And to me, that's that Athena is one of the best women's wrestler on ROH. Mm-hmm. And you don't highlight her, but you keep talking about Eddie Kingston and going for this title. Why? N- nothing against any of the originals, Kayla, but you know, why wasn't Athena a part of the TBS? You know, when they were doing all that stuff for the TBS title. You know, why wasn't she in it trying to get for that? You know, they're, 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 they're highlighting the men and forgetting the women. And the women, which WWE kind of short-circuited on. And then the fans backlashed. And Becky Lynch, I think, was one of the main driving forces that helped push it in. You know, I think that's one of the main reasons. Like, you know, the women's wrestling in WWE has accelerated and excelled to where it's at. And... I do want to say, 
Kayla, that when you do go to the Rumble in January and a certain theme song hits, I need you to FaceTime Cat. That is all. So she could just sit there and grumble like and she's like and you'll just be like nanny nanny boo boo nanny nanny boo boo there is Sasha ha 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 okay before I let Kayla go off and everything when Cody came back it was we all knew it was gonna happen Finn was the Finn was the surprise and I sent y'all the video the first words out of my mouth were I'm dead I'm so fucking dead that was one of the first words out of my mouth because I knew Kayla was going to be unbelievably pissed uh, at me that I was there for his return to SmackDown. So trust me, she doesn't need to FaceTime me because I'm going to be going off enough. And especially if I do a live stream from Facebook, you'll get my reaction then. Woo! All right, Kayla. So your thoughts on uh, AEW possibly finding I mean, if you're going to find them for speaking their minds, I mean, that's stupid. Um, especially, you know, you know, a lot of people go to social media to, um, oh, go fuck yourself, Caroline. Um, a lot of wrestlers will, um, basically just use social media as their rant post. Um, but, but then that means Brian Danielson don't need to put anything out there. Are you going to find your own self if you do? I mean, Honestly, I think it's kind of stupid, really, if you're going to sit there and find people for it. I mean, stupid. But, um, yeah. Um, AEW's got a lot of stuff it needs to work on. And I, and that's ridiculous that you want to find people for putting stuff on Twitter. Exactly. It's like, unfucking believable Man. Um, alright, so let's, let's jump out of the wrestling scheme for a minute. I know y'all are both big gamers and everything. Jolie, I know you said something. Kayla, are you a fan of GTA? Mm-mm. Oh, you're not? Okay. So, all right. All right. So, all right. So, Jolie, I'll, uh, okay. So, everyone's been talking about, like, how the G- GTA 6 the trailer dropped and everything like that. So, it's just like, I know, and I know you said that you were a fan of uh, GTA and everything. So, it's like, anything promising there for you? I love the fact that it is uh, a female protagonist. It's about fucking time. And to anybody bitching about it, oh, go shut the fuck up and suck a dick. Um, But again, te- Texan, I guess, just fucked up again. Um, But anyway, GTA is probably one of my favorite games to play. I stopped playing GTA 5 just because I don't like getting my ass handed to me by by sweaty people that have mods and shit so i'm just like i'm just gonna play the game i beat the game multiple times i beat gta 5 multiple times um just because there's different outcomes so i'm looking forward to it i think the funny thing is that it's basically based in florida so when the game does eventually come out and i do eventually play it i'm going to find the equivalent to um the jaguar stadium and somehow right on there tony khan sucks dick and just keep moving. But um, no, I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, I honestly cannot wait to uh, finally upgrade my gaming system. It's just going to take some time so I can get money. Because, uh, you know, money is tight. 
Yeah. Um, but I cannot wait to play Baldur's Gate 3 because it's very Dungeons and Dragons based and I'm very into that now. Um, my best friend got me the player's handbook so I can actually learn the characters. I'm going to buy dice soon. I will be a dice goblin, unfortunately, just because I like di- dice are all shiny and I like shiny shit. I'm like a squirrel with that. Um, but Baldur's Gate 3 also congrats to that for winning the game of the year and to the Spider-Man 2 people that are bitching, moaning, and complaining about this. All I gotta say is that you sound like dumb, dumb Mysterio whining and crying like a little bitch. Um, Go get your chicky nuggies and realize that Baldur's Gate was an immersive open world game with a storyline and it's not a 20 hour game people are still playing it. There's so many different ways to play that game. That's why that game won. Just like GTA 6 when it comes out, there's going to be multiple ways to play the game. And that's what makes those games like Baldur's Gate, Grand Theft Auto, um, Gods of War, you know, are such immersible games where you sit down and you just play and then you forget that you play. I mean... I can honestly say that about Fortnite right now. Like, they just upgraded their system. Like, I was playing the OG, and I was like, I'm home! Um, And playing, you know, the new season, and they've got Guitar Hero, they've got uh, Lego. Like, basically, it's like Minecraft, Fortnite, but it's with Legos, and it's fucking cool. Video games are fucking awesome. They help clear my mind. They help me chill and relax. Um, And... I think that, you know, Kat's going to have to go play some GTA after this and run over some football players, along with Kayla's about to go play a wrestling game and make somebody look like a panther and so she can pile drive their asses. Speaking of the Panthers, I could probably speak about this on live stream tonight on Outrage Control. This will be dropped Tuesday. But, Marcus, you get to hear it twice because you're probably going to join in on the stream on Outrage Control tonight and you're going to listen to this on Tuesday. You and Dylan... Say your saints suck one more time. I'm gonna come to Louisiana and tell you and show you what sucks means. Because right now, the way the score is going, you guys are going to go six and seven. You have six wins. Carolina is going to go one and twelve. So shut up, boys. I love you to death. I'll do anything in the world for you. You're two of my good friends. But shut up. Carolina's officially the worst team in the NFL. So hush it. That your saints suck. Thank you. Hey, boys. Uh, Kat and I would really appreciate it if you did that so we could watch this happen. <laughs> so please, say your saints suck. Man. Oh. No, but it's like, okay. About this Texas game, it's like, God, I really wish it was. The weather's horrible up there. We lost a couple of, like, good... It, it's like, we're making... The Jets seem like the fucking Chiefs today of 24-6. This is ridiculous. Ugh. I'm about to break my fucking arms. Steve's going to have to help me keep my arm in a sling for the rest of the day. No, you're just going to be like this right. eventually with your arms up in cast because you're just going to keep beating your <laughs> Hey, Hey, Steve, I know this drops on Tuesday, but um, they do sell... Law, uh, um, straight jackets 
in her size. <laughs> so, oh so you might want to get that for the rest of the Texan season just to save her arms and hands, dude. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, this is fucking ridiculous. Oh shit. And I thought and I and New, and New England did us a favor the other day when they beat the Steelers and everything. So that put us into the third wall card, but we're about to get our asses taken out of that by losing this fucking game. So it's just like <gasps> Yeah, you got the Titans, the Browns, the Titans, and the Colts left for you all. Listen, Carolina's you... basically just want to drown in theirs. Oh shit. They fucking score. This is why uh, football season is so fucking hilarious when we record because I'm literally just watching Red Zone and I know what's happening. And right now I'm just hoping the Ravens pull out this win because I need them to be the number one seed in the AFC. The only thing is, next week Carolina plays Atlanta Falcons at home, right? I went online just for shits and giggles. I can literally go to the game for $15 a ticket. (laughs) <laughs> like damn oh my god Kayla, was there, was there any uh, gaming stuff I know you said you're not a GTA fan but is there any gaming stuff you're looking forward to or anything you're high up on right now I mean I've honestly hasn't real, I haven't really played a whole lot of gaming lately which kind of sucks um, um, I mean no, I mean, there's really nothing looking forward to that. Like I said, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I still play like the W2K games. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even get the 23 because, like I said, I don't really spend t- my, uh, time on it. Um, I got the AEW Fight Forever, which is was a gift to me. Um, which I'm kind of pissed about because, considering, sorry, I'm laughing about. The fact that they just re-released that goddamn game and it cost eighty fucking dollars. Uh, yeah, it's stupid. Um, well, the funny thing is about that game, it was so freaking weird because you had people in there that didn't even, um, honestly, should have been in there. Like the acclaim was not in there. Um, Jamie Hader still not in there. And then they released a package like the new season pass for it. I haven't paid for it, so I've been on it for a while, but, um. You have to pay 20 bucks for the new season two season pass, and then you get the acclaim. Like, why was the acclaim not even in there to begin with? Oh, really? Uh oh, what happened? CJ Stroud's out. Uh oh. Yeah, I just saw that. And he was, he got, I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, it was a bad tackle. They, they, he whipped his head around, hit it on the ground really hard, and, Hit went shoulder first in the ground. It was a very bad hit. And um, Will Anderson's got an ankle injury too. What the fuck? Fuck MetLife Stadium. Fuck MetLife Stadium. Giants and Jets need to get their act together about getting that field taken care of or whatever. One hundred percent. The only good thing that ever happened at MetLife Stadium is Becky Lynch winning the world titles. Oh my god. Ugh. Kayla, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Okay. And I mean, I played played Fortnite too, but like I said, there's really nothing coming out that I'm excited for. Okay. Oh, tweet on Facebook. I love how Twitter, uh, not Twitter, Facebook sometimes give you your memories of things you posted. Yeah. This is so true. This was a quote I made December 10th, 2013. 
Haters are like crickets. Crickets make a lot of noise. You hear it, but you can't see them. Then right when you walk by them, they're quiet. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. One other thing I had to bring up because this news dropped yesterday. Yeah, it hasn't been made official, official pending physicals and everything like that. But it's like, Kayla, how in the name of God is any baseball team giving a person, one person, $700 million? That's ridiculous. I mean, shoot, if that's the case, I'll learn how to go play baseball and get that much money. Heck, I'll play two seasons just to uh, get, well, no, I'll play about four seasons to get a good money wrapped up. <laughs> I mean, because it's like 10 years, $700 million. Otani's not even going to pitch next year because he's recovering from Tommy John. And so he's only going to be dh And it's just like, I saw that. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And it's like, yeah, they'll probably adjust the contract over the years, but it's just like, it's like, Kayla, it's like all three of us are like baseball fans and everything, but it's just like, that's more than like people's, the whole team's like salary totaled altogether. I I think when they did it out, the Dodgers are paying out salaries up to $1.2 billion. They broke it down tax-wise saying he's only going to see about $33 because of taxes. Oh, only thirty-three million. I-, I would kill to have three hundred thirty million. You mean? No, no, no. Per year. Oh, thirty. Oh, yeah. All right. Like, I mean, he he's gonna be so so poor and 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 so, you know, disenfranchised to get all those taxes out, so he doesn't get his seventy million. Like, motherfucker, please. There's people that are working at those stadiums where these guys go and hit fucking balls and don't even will never even see that amount of money like i i just I, it it pisses me off how people just worship athletes and you know now i will say like some people like you, you can be a fan but like the way that like people were so upset that he went from the los angeles angels to the los angeles dodgers really you moved across town he doesn't even have to move from his house right so it's it's just it's just i i find it disgusting that they paid one man that much money like when they said oh um nola's getting 140 million okay that's cool you know he gets to stay out the rest of his 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 life here in in philly which makes me happy because I like keeping hometown guys. I like the fact that Bryce Harper wants to retire as a Philly. Um, but yeah, no, I just think it that's so disgustingly obscene amount of money. Like, what are you going to do with that? Like, you know, like it just, I guess it's frustrating when you work jobs like we do, like in the service industry and the banking industry and the warehouse and, industry and we're just like working our asses off and these guys play what nine months if that and and to be fair like oh this is really going to help the Dodgers get past the NLDS and like y'all lost the Diamondbacks because Kershaw is washed up 
Yeah. And Mookie Betts, you know, great player, but he's washed up. And they're moving him from the outfield to second base. Yeah. And then it's like the Yankees trading for Juan Soto and everything. It's just like, I ain't going to help. The Yankees trading for Juan Soto was the best move I could have ever heard because I don't like the dude. And now he's got to be straight edge. He has to be all clean cut and hair a certain way. And I just can't wait to see him look like a little fucking more of a prick than he already does. I just don't like Juan Soto. Him him and Manny Machado, I think, are the two biggest dicks in all of baseball. And it's like I was kind of irritated because it's like in my house, in this household, it's like for me, Astros are first, Red Sox are second. And there was this one guy, there's this one player on the Red Sox I really liked and everything, uh, Alex Verdugo. And then he gets traded to the Yankees. I'm like, going, no, my favorite. Ugh. Damn it, all these trades and everything. It's like absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, it's like people struggling and this one guy's getting $700 million. That's fucking ridiculous. What, Kayla? What? Oh, shit. I was on Twitter as I was listening to y'all and someone retweeted and says, you remember when he uh, Karrion Cross cooked this guy and it was the promo with him and Adam Cole and Regal was walking out and he says, listen, listen, he says, Regal? Shut up. I don't care what you have to say, and I sure hell don't care what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what I was laughing at. I forgot about that. Alright. Alright. Ladies, any other tweets, rants, final thoughts? Uh I have one thought, and it's this. To all the people bitching, moaning, complaining that Big Dom broke up a fight after Dre Greenlaw belly-to-back suplexed Devontae Smith can shut the fuck up. Now, let me explain one small minor detail for you. Big Dom works specifically for the Philadelphia Eagles team. Now, when you look at a sideline, you're going to see three types of security guards. You're going to see orange vests, Cops or bright yellow shirts or bright blue shirts, which are the same company. The vests is Apex. The cops are cops. The yellow blue shirts are called CSC. Those are run through stadium operations. It's not that hard to realize that Big Dom is a different thing. Now, should he have put his hands on Greenlaw? No, but he was legitimately trying to break up a fight. However, the fact that this was made a bigger deal than the fucking Bills player that legitimately put hands on a Philadelphia Eagles fan who all he did was laugh his ass off at a guy that got smoked got swept under the rug. I call bullshit. Now, with that being said, Mr. Greenlaw, I think if you have... And and I think if any 49ers fans have issues with what happens, here's something that we can do to make this completely legitimate. Let's have a celebrity wrestling match. Say April 6th or April 7th, if you guys are available. Greenlaw versus Big Dom (laughs) at WrestleMania 40. 
So, for, okay, as affiliate, okay, so it's like people have been saying like how this, this guy is like beloved and everything, but it's like, okay, so Jolie, as someone who's a Philly fan and works at Lincoln Financial, how how beloved is this, is this guy? Uh, they, he was he was getting cheered the whole time. Like when he got when they pulled him off the field, Big Dom has been protecting Jalen. He's protected all our quarterbacks. He's been all, constantly there. He's just beloved. The fans know who he is. the The fact that you know we got people doing free Dom on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and just like the fact that it makes people mad. It is just, again, it pisses me off that they're making this a big deal when he legitimately just broke up a fight. Because Smitty wanted to throw punches. And mm-hmm. I was I saw the big boys coming down, and the big boys being Fletcher Cox um, and, you know, seeing Kelsey and Jordan Maialata come over from the, you know. Again, was he in the wrong? Mm-hmm. Sure. But the fact that a Bills player was pushed an Eagles fan and they basically let it up to the bills to pass judgment on that is fucking ridiculous. So that's all I have to say about that. Go birds. All right. Kayla tweets, rants, final thoughts. Um, no rants, no final thoughts, but I found this, I shared it. And I can't say that I didn't see it coming, which honestly can't get everything we want, but this is so true. As previously reported, there is a certain interest from WWE for Kuzika Akata, who is about to wrap his contract up with New Japan after Wrestle Kingdom next month. However, from different sources and interviews, Akata is reportedly not interested by joining WWE. Although he said to be looking for an opportunity to wrestle in the United States going forward, it is more than likely will he sign with AEW primarily because he's already part of working with the company and also allows him to work with New Japan and G1 and Wrestle Kingdom. Also, he still has very several connections already with Tony Khan's organization. Hmm. The same way with I saw it with Will Ospreay. So any New Japan wrestlers that contracts up as much as we would love for them being WWE, we know what they're going because of due to what they still want to do. Okay. Yeah, because I know he's about to go with TNA and everything, or return to TNA and everything, but it's like, I knew like the interest with WWE mm-hmm. is still there, but it's just like, yeah, I didn't know. Like, I mean, that could be just some of their saying the sources, and it might that might be one of the surprises we're going to get, and we just don't know. Right. I will say this. If Okada signs with AEW, like Osprey did, he's limiting himself. Yeah, oh, because he gets to still do New Japan? Sure, that's fine. However, there's matchups that he will never get. And you know that he wants. So, and handcuffing himself, you know what? That's fine. Okada, you want to do that? We'll take Julia. We'll take a couple of the other Asian and Japanese and Chinese stars that that wrestle over there that want to come over here. We'll take them because you know what? We honor Joshi. Y'all don't. And if Sheeta wants to leave AEW, I'm pretty damn sure there's a couple women that would love to wrestle with her over here. Oh my God. These Jets fans are ridiculous. 
I'm sorry, like everyone's like going, like, oh, this is the greatest day ever, and Jets are back, and blah, blah, blah. You caught the Texans on a bad fucking day. Your stadium is shit. Your tur- the, gra- the turf is ridiculous. It hurt your own fucking quarterback four plays into the damn season and everything. And so, man, let's run this back in Houston, and let's see how it goes next time. Fucking assholes. Ugh, I, oh man, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna skip my sports shows tomorrow. And Jolie, I hope the hell Eagles win tonight. So do I. I really hope the Eagles win tonight because it's like I need all this Dak nonsense to sh- the people shut the fuck up with this Dak nonsense. He's been playing. He's been playing lights out against like sub five hundred teams we'll for the most part. I'll be completely mm-hmm. honest with you. What? I don't like the Eagles. I don't like the Cowboys. So this is the first time in my life I'm rooting for the Eagles. So, yes. Please. I don't care if it's by one fucking point. I don't care if the final score is 2-0 to zero <laughs> from getting a safety. Cowboys need to shut the hell up. Bro, oh. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. And I... Cowboy fans everywhere. They're everywhere. like Contro. And here's the funny thing, and I want to say this about, you know, Cowboys fans that are not from the Dallas area. Y'all are only on that team's junk because you have no heart for the city that you live in. Just like people who are Yankee fans that don't live in New York. Y'all are bitches. You know, you have to have pride in where you live. And I think it's something that's been instilled in me as a kid, you know, and I will tell this story. When I was in sixth, seventh grade, I had a Dallas Cowboys hat because I wanted to fit in and I didn't want to be bullied anymore. I walked into my grandmother's house with that hat on. She said, I have two choices. Get out of her house, never come back, or put that trash, the hat in the trash. I put that fucking hat in the trash. So I never wore a star again. I will say that the best running back uh, quarterback tandem of the 90s was Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith, but they're also two of the better players that ever came from that organization that didn't have any drug issues, women issues. They were actually nice people. They weren't dicks. Um but yeah, so fuck the Cowboys. Fuck Dallas. Fine, I'll say it. Fuck the Texas Rangers. Cause they're from the Fort Worth area. And, you know, if it was a Houston Astros-Texas match, I would have had to begrudgingly cheered for the Astros because fuck Dallas. That is all. And if for some ungodly reason the the Seahawks obliterate the Niners, I will love you forever. But it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And on that note, That's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.